We're going to talk about the movie Paul yeah. for the second time because I, we did record a version of this review a long time ago. No, we didn't record it. No, we did. And did I we? deleted them. All oh, right, nice. Before I had edited it. It was yeah. probably you self-censoring yourself about something without realising it. Yeah, well, let's get into it because i got a feeling that we're going to have differing opinions on this movie. So let's do it. Why did you like it? I did. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, this is the film of... Is it part of the Cornetto trilogy? No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not directed by Edgar Wright, but it is Simon Pegg and... Nick Frost. Nick yeah. Frost. They play Graham Willey and Clive Gollings. Yeah. 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 Two English comic book nerds. On a Go. road trip. And best to, friends. Yeah, and they're to, on a road trip. They've to, gone to, to Comic-Con, which in San Diego, I would fucking love to go looks to Looks amazing. Yeah. Looks amazing. I'm not, would you, you dress know, up? I've never done that before. Probably not, no, but it, I, I, it's cool. I, I, would like you go as? What would I, you go as? I don't, I don't I think I get would. talked into buying into stuff there. Thing, but I think that would be The it. trouble I'll is the, the people who cosplay at this sort of thing, like they're professional. They're amazing. They're professional cosplayers. And... It's like movie quality, you know, oh. stuff there is. So if you turned up in some fucking like dog shit outfit, <laughs> you'd, you'd look called out. Even prick. the shit one they had in Jersey had some guy as Groot that looked fucking yeah. amazing. And yeah, it would be really, really cool. And they go to San Diego Comic Con. I'd love to go to it. I and saw Bumblebee in the co op. Yeah, know, the, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. That yeah. was pretty, pretty good. good. All that kind of stuff. And but, it, the music that's playing over that little montage of them enjoying. Uh, Comic Con is Another Girl, Another Planet by The Only Ones, which is a great tune. Another Girl, Another Planet. That's right, because they, they, they start out, they're walking across the street, aren't they? they? They're going along and they just see all these kind of people dressed up, ready to go, and they head on into yeah. Comic Con. Well, they're there to meet Clive's hero, Jeffrey Tambor, who plays Adam Shadowchild. He's what an author. Name. Yeah. He's a douche. Yeah. Did you buy a book? He's doing a, a signing. Did you buy a book? A woman says no. He just tells her to fuck off. Um, <laughs> his books, Jupiter Praxis, Jenny Star Pepper and the Huge White Gibbon. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Star Pepper and the Great Brass Hen. And very topical for us, Night of the Moths. Oh, ah. wow. Yeah. So, But unfortunately, Jeffrey Tambor, he's a complete piece of shit, isn't he? Or is he? I don't know if we're allowed to. Now, now Louis C.K. is allowed to kind of masturbate and talk about he it. Won now, an isn't he won so, a thingy, didn't he? Yeah. Mm, a Grammy. So, yeah. It, that's cool now. You could just go and do a crime and then just talk about it. So it's like Will Smith's going to release an attacking video, like a right. punching video. Off topic, but what does it mean that he's resigned from the Academy? He can't be nominated again? Does that mean, is that what it means? You and still make movies? he loses his voting rights. Right. Mm. Yeah, it's no big deal for him. Anyway, sorry if anyway, yeah. So they meet him, they get signed. He's their inspiration because Clive is an aspiring writer, and they the Clive is there on a sort of inspirational road trip, isn't he? And they're going across all the sites of major extraterrestrial yeah. importance in the southwest of the USA. Again, just an epic trip. I don't know who wrote this. Is was it Simon Pegg and Nick Frost? Because mm. it just seems the kind of thing that. They, you know, it's a passion of theirs. They're they're nerdy about it anyway, and they've just kind of said, "Wouldn't it be great if we did a road trip and met an alien?" And I think it's developed from it that. It was. It it came about in a break and shooting of Shaun of the Dead. There was some rain, oh, right. a storm, I didn't know that. and they uh, he did that drawing of the alien doing the finger. That the one that's in the film. He just did that. Simon Who Pegg, did? Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Just cobbled that together while they were waiting, wow. waiting to okay. do something else and Shaun the Dead. So that's pretty rad. And then that was the acorn from which this mighty oak of yes. the film. Yes, and then they actually did, they did the road trip themselves. 
and some of the things that happened on the road trip were were brought into the actual okay. film. Yeah. Well, okay. one of the things that happens on the road trip is they go to an an inn, the Alien Inn, and two hunters confront them. Mm. Um, assuming they might be homosexual, it's one of a number of sort of little jibes about their gay relationship, their which they're constantly at pains to point out is not. Which I think is just basically homophobic, really. Like everybody accusing them of gay being gay, and they're. No, I think they were just on- making it clear that they weren't because they were potentially looking for other partners. Yeah, um, maybe. Well, when they leave, anyway, they accidentally crash into the hunter's truck. Uh, causing a dent which becomes important because they start chasing them down but as they're racing along they because they think it's the hunters behind them they speed right off and eventually the vehicle catches up and goes past and they realize it's just another car and then the car crashes in front of them and rolls off the highway and then when they go and investigate the crash there's paul yeah who's not from this world no who's just the classic classic looking seth rogan yeah he did wear a motion capture suit for this. <laughs> it's quite funny yeah yeah he's he is he looks like you say like the stereotypical i think they're called greys maybe i want to say is, yeah, is yeah. Type of big eyes big head sort of sort stubby of almond shaped greeny gray bodies you've seen mm. that alien and they talk about probing and all that stuff and he's like well how much do you think i could learn from an ass <laughs> no, but he, yeah they kind of comically end up agreeing to give him a lift basically well, paul's a bit like ted yeah. isn't he yeah, he's got a potty mouth yeah he's he's got a potty mouth yeah 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 exactly you haven't sounded, funny, fa- really. found anything interesting to say about him which is kind of my exact point yeah so jason <laughs> bateman is playing the delightfully named lorenzo zoyle um oh, but we don't an, know that till the end it's just agent zoyle agent zoyle yeah, yeah you find that's the, the really comedy reveal at the end yeah 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 i've undercut that pretty nicely i like him Bateman as well. I, I, do, I think he, he's just uh, got a, a fantastic uh, timing for co- for I haven't seen and everything. Ozark, but he'll always, no matter how many shit things he does, he'll always have credit in the bank for me because of Arrested Development. Like, mm. I just love that. It's great. In this, I've when he gets it. to the crash site, he tests a puddle of piss with his finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he informs his mysterious female superior, we don't know who it is, over the radio that he's closing in on Paul. And she is talking about use local law enforcement to back you up. And he then recruits these two other agents, which is Bill Hader and some other Saturday Night Live guy to help him. He's from um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, it's that guy from... Yeah, no. Jo- oh, Agent Boyle. Yeah, that's right. He plays Agent Boyle Agent Boyle, yeah. Yeah, and he's basically playing the same character in this, actually, pretty much. They run into Kirsten Wig. Mm. Remember? Yeah. She's a cre- she's like a real hardcore well, her right wing Christian. Her dad's what, a real fundamentalist, isn't what he? What has she been in before? Well, another Ghostbusters. Saturday, Saturday Night Live and um, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids and, is probably her best thing, I think. Right, uh, there's a one, there's another comedy one that I keep thinking about nominating. Thingy, Barb and something, oh, and Go to Del Mar or something yeah. like that. Yeah, please nominate a comedy instead of putting me through the mill of another <laughs> okay. anxiety well, think about fest. It. She's got a horrible, abusive and controlling father who was John Carroll Lynch, the big mm. guy in Zodiac. The Founder. Yes, and Zodiac as well. Yeah. And she's got a gammy eye. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's got a disability, I think, is the way. No, gammy eye. That's what we should say. (laughs) Gammy eye. And then it comes out that he's, he's, Paul has been like 
the inspiration for a lot of iconography in popular culture like E.T. and I don't know he invented the character of the X-Files guy whatever he's called we hear him on the phone to Spielberg yeah and it is actually Spielberg yeah Uh, yeah Mm. it is yeah wow that's that's cool Mm. isn't it I can I can just imagine uh, Simon Pegg and uh, Nick Frost just ticking off all the little things that they would well, just there are love to nerd out on. Billion references to things, loads of Star Wars stuff in this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's got abilities as well. I don't know whether we've seen them manifest yet, but um Well the, you you find out he, he saves a, a bird. <laughs> so he the, there's an injured bird I think which it's dead. It, it actually succumbs to its injuries. Yeah. Yes, and it dies. And then Paul manages to to kind of put it cup it in its hands and and bring it close to his face and blow on it a bit and miraculously the bird yeah. then flaps his wings before he just stuffs it in his mouth and eats they're like, it oh, oh. Yeah. Like, i'm not gonna eat a dead bird yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he can also he can touch you and sort of telepathically imbue you with all of his knowledge you know including including the sort of fundamental we, we missed loads of, of great moments in the in the the original kind of discovery of him and and their reaction to him and and understanding you know nick frost just keeps on kind of passing out, passing yeah. out and everything and and obviously the the agents catch up with him at one point yeah. and they have to kind of hide and and they well, he starts to get really abilities. fucked off because Simon Pegg and Paul sort of bond very quickly. That's right. And yeah. he's really disgruntled because he wanted to be the one to to be pals with the alien and have yeah. that connection. And he just feels like the third wheel and he's a bit like put out by it all. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that that kind of irons itself out after a little while, and they get they get high around the campfire and and mm. make a few promises and f- friendships builds and everything between them. She also cursed him wig because she's been touched by this thing where she now doesn't believe in anything. She's eager to sin. She takes the drugs and all that sort of stuff. And her story becomes a romance story with Clive a little bit. She um, starts to swear. Yeah. Peg runs after. He says he has shin splints. And I don't, I'm not, what are shin splints? But they are literally where your your shin is splintering and you have painful like bone spurs just like it's awful. It's you. horrible. It hurts. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. Your yeah. shin is That's, splintering. Yeah. yeah. Have you had that? Yeah. No. Runners get it and I don't run ever. Mm. I have. It's horrible. You're, you're kind of plotting through the plot here and, and going plodding through the plot. Sorry, but I, I get the feeling you, you didn't love this as much as... Um, I did anyway, because I've seen this probably three or four times Same. and I'll see it probably a fifth and sixth. Because but it just, it just becomes a, a road movie, a chase movie of, well, Kirsten Wiggs' father is going after them. The two guys that they've crashed into the, the truck, they're, on, they're in the chase and the FBI who are trying to... Well, You've got the local law enforcement that have been asked to to help. They're on the on the trail, but yeah. also Agent Zoyle. and yeah, exactly. He is obviously painted as the real bad guy in it because he's uh, like hell bent on getting hold of Paul. But that is obviously subverted at the end, and he's trying to help him. And, but, and, and yeah, and well, the other, he, it the turns other two- out he was working on Paul's instructions, yeah. and he was kind of muddying and trying to slow things down the whole time because he had introduced Paul had introduced Agent Zoyle to his wife. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the rednecks turn up as well as part of the finale. They he calls them the space faggots the, that ding the, the fuckmobile. The, the 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 agents don't actually know what they're looking for as well. A lot of the time, do they? Part of the way through the film until the penny drops, it's an alien when they see it for themselves. They they're just told to look for something strange and yeah. you know they're all kind of dressed up like X Files anyway. But um, that that's the point it's just it makes lots of references to lots of different films and better films <laughs> to better films maybe yeah I mean a um, reference isn't a joke not all of them do you better. know what I mean not... a reference to something isn't, isn't but they joke, make jokes and... of those references so oh, I don't know no, it worked I... for me I was I really enjoyed this film I, I think it's it, it's it, them having fun and that comes through as much as anything else where they, you, you generally are on this road trip with two two mates who are having a great time. Then, of course, all the the alien stuff happens, but it's always the chemistry between, I think, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost that, that just can stick a film together for me. And Yeah, there's numerous... I, really I remember, like, numerous nasty attacks that are a bit preachy about atheism and, and Christianity in this, and it just seems, like, really unnecessary. And then lots of, like, really, really crude movie that um humor that's kind of just not really all that funny a lot of the time i get i don't know the premise is good and the you know the stuff at the comic con stuff i enjoyed but i, I didn't find it really it just hit the that. humor didn't hit with you not really and i felt there was a bit of a nasty uh, sub you know subtext to a lot of it as well so yeah just nah it wasn't for me paul well just paul, yeah, yeah, it's someone called paul yeah <laughs> not for me, paul. and you know the, the alien is just seth rogan i mean it's just it is just seth rogan being seth rogan it's like i like seth rogan. i know that's a joke but <sighs> yeah you know it's it's a take on a alien film isn't it and it, it's uh and a, and a road movie i think it shows without edgar wright they're a little bit they you know they were a bit lacking and he was the glue that stitched uh, them together and created dynamite um, was edgar wright involved in the spaced series yes he was yeah, he, he ah, okay yeah then... basically the, the editing style that gives it away he's just like really sharp okay. yeah he wasn't involved in this it was greg matola who did super bad so it's that sort of comedy style okay if you haven't seen this sigourney um, weaver pops up at the end we never said it there you go spoiler alert she's the she is the big bad yeah, yeah. and there, there's a, another lady in the in the diner Simon Pegg is wearing I think it's an Empire Strikes Back t-shirt and he gets shot in the chest and there's a massive hole and his reaction is I really like that t-shirt yeah. <laughs> which I liked I know what you're saying Riggs it is kind of crude and like sort of immature but that's me and I really enjoyed it I have got a list of all the references but it's wait. It would take like half an hour to go through them all because they're just fucking loads. I really enjoyed it, and it just I find I don't know why I find it so funny that that Seth Rogen was in a motion capture suit. Yeah, yeah that's so is good. It's that so is crude. Good. But I guess that's two different takes on it. Me and Dan, we really liked it. Briggs, not so much. Tiresome uh, dick jokes and a bit nasty. Uh, I did laugh. I enjoyed it. I think. I did look at it like what you were saying as like a part of a series of those boys with Shaun of the Dead and it's the weaker one out of all of them. But you know, it was like, I've seen it a couple of times and I know I've laughed. Would it, that the whole thing about the whole denying that they're a couple, um, I don't think it's intended to be quite as offensive. As, Probably a bit clumsy. It's clumsy, but I also think it's also showing how insecure he is about the fact that he has such a close relationship with Simon Pegg mm. that Nick Frost is like, well, should I be gay? Should we be a couple? But we're not because I want to go out with this woman. And, and there's, 
I think, I, think I more objected to the stuff about like I think it's people who believe in God and Christians and stuff. There's such an easy target and like yeah. ridiculing their be- <laughs> their belief just seems <laughs> like. But it does. It seems totally unnecessary, really, and they just go for it really hard in this. And it's like, and they set up like a really car- caricature stereotype, and then take it down. It's like not the most subtle thing in the world. Yeah, I've watched it a few times, and when I'm watching it again, I know I'm going to enjoy all the scenes of Kristen Wiig learning to swear. Yeah, I do. I do really like that. So I don't know. I liked it. Split, split down the middle, probably on this one. Let us know what you thought. No, no, no.